Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War. It is me this week. Um, Amy and I got our wires crossed, and we weren't able to provide the Midweek War in the middle of the week. So here I am on a weekend giving you the sweet, sweet Lucha Underground goodness. Because if there's one thing Lucha Underground taught us this week, it's you can have Lucha in the morning, Lucha in the evening, and Lucha at supper time. When Lucha's on your TV, you can have Lucha anytime. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I couldn't help myself. When they throw a Bagel Bites reference out there, you have to jive on that grenade. Um, Meepalabra this week for Lucha Underground is Opportunity! Because, of course it is. Because, uh, <laughs> well, we'll get into it. Um... Uh, but me bueno this week. There's a lot of things I can give it to. I'm gonna go with the mom of havoc, and I know it's not the mom of havoc because son of havoc is the son of havoc. So, son of havoc's mom is technically just havoc, but not that havoc. It's actually Linda Havoc, I believe that was her name. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, uh, so Dario said that. Son of Havoc was home resting from his match with Matanza. And it turns out he's exactly right. Son of Havoc was sitting at home watching the famous B commercial on his TV with uh, talking about Brenda, who, if you need to be reminded, is was toe up from the flow up. But now she's Nurse Brenda, and she's amazing. And uh, he's not alone. He's watching it with uh, his his little buddy, Masquerita Sagrada, who flipped off the TV when he saw Brenda. Which, bravo, little buddy. We we get it. We get it. But uh, then Son of Havoc's mom comes out with bagel bites. It's just brings so much joy because not only are the bagel bites fucking bagel bites <laughs> they're surrounded in like <laughs> a glowing star like bagel bites it was find this somewhere if you're not watching Lucha Underground start watching Lucha Underground Sorg is going to finally catch up with all of us on Lucha Underground he's running a he's starting his Lucha Underground marathon this week um, right after the pay-per-view, he is going to be starting a Lucha Underground Marathon. And boy, oh boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. So please, stay tuned to our Facebook for that. I believe he's running it through Facebook Live. Um, I'm going to join him for parts of it. I don't know how much I'm going to, how much of it I'm going to join him for, but he's going to be watching Lucha for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to be great. I can't wait for it. Um, but yeah, I, I have to give my, my, my bueno to bagel bites. I have to, I mean, there was a lot of great stuff on this week. Don't get me wrong. I don't even know if I can come up with a malo, but bagel bites. It, it's just one of those things that Lucha does so well. And, uh, I don't know. It's just great. It's, it's like watching Tyson kid choose chicken fries over Natalia, which by the way is the correct and sensible choice. But, uh, Anyway, um, moving to my Malo. Oh, man. 
it's honestly very difficult to pick a Malo for this week. But um, I'll go with the uh, the Dragon Azteca uh, training thing with Ray. I it's it's odd because I, I I like Dragon Azteca. He wants a rematch with Pentagon, but I guess it's because this is the first interaction we have between Ray and Chavo. And while it's awesome to see that, especially in the setting that they do it, I feel like this should have had a little bit more weight to it. Like, it almost seems like they're fighting over who should train El Dragon Azteca, which is interesting. It's definitely a cool concept. It's like um, Professor Xavier and Magneto going for who they want, like, going after the same mutant, like who, like join the brotherhood or join the X-Men. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And I think that's awesome, but I, I don't know. Something just felt a little off about it with us, with Azteca. I think the fact that he immediately wants to go after Pentagon right away and is completely forgetting about his entire mission, which I mean, we still have the black Lotus stuff. You know, I think that's what it is. I think I just still, have a bad taste in my mouth from how the Black Lotus stuff ended because we never got a resolution on that. And even Dario said that Black Lotus has gone off uh, back to Japan, I think. Or he he said she went off somewhere. I, I forget where it is right now. It's it's almost four in the morning, so you can understand why I'm a little floopy on it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's my reason. Like, because Lucha, I know, trust me, I trust in Lucha. I trust. I know they're going to bring it back around. I know this is just a bump in the road until we get to Black Lotus bringing her entire ninja clan. But I can't wait. I can't wait. I need that satisfaction first. But uh, yeah, so that that would be my Malo this week. Um, Mikambio, I'm not really sure what I would change. Um... It's tough. You know what? Uh, the Tejano cage match, not a cage match, but a match against Cage, who's a machine, in case you didn't know. Um, I like the match. I thought. I think it, I think it was a little. I don't know. I would have liked to see Dario kind of tease a little bit more what the ultimate opportunity is. Because um, he said Cage and Tejano are going to have a a match for an ultimate opportunity because this was the match that Dario wanted in Ultima Lucha. Which makes sense. I mean, you know what Dario wants, Dario gets. But after the match, he came out and said, guess what? That's the first match. You have to beat him two more times. (laughs) And it was such a dick move. Uh, I just... I want more input on what this ultimate opportunity is. And I know, you know, it's a very mild change. Like I said, this was a really good episode of Lucha. Uh, but, like, is does it surround the Lucha Underground title? Does it surround maybe Gifts of the Gods? Does it surround money? Because ultimate opportunities can sometimes surround money. I It's it's interesting. Because for, for Dario to call something the ultimate opportunity... I don't know. It just it seems weird without at least giving a little bit of a taste of what it could be. 
But uh, I'll still go with the unique opportunity idea I have for Ultima Lucha 2. Whoever wins this gets the run of the show for the night. That's still my guess. I still think it's a cool idea. I still, uh, especially if Cage did, Cage would just be like, "Okay, everyone get in violent matches." It would be awesome. Um, but so guys, uh, I didn't want to sort this into my my good, bad, or change because I just feel like it needs to be its own segment, and that segment is Jack Evans. <laughs> Well, first, let me, let me let me talk how we got to Jack Evans. Um, Worldwide Underground broke in on Dario doing coke, apparently. Uh, and he was... So, if you ever wondered why Lucha Underground is booked the way it is, Dario's a cokehead. That's canon. That's canon. We know that now. Unless, unless he... Unless that was an ad for Pixie Sticks... Which I mean, who knows? It could have been, but yeah, Dario's a cokehead. Uh, so fun. I mean, let's let's just add to the persona of Dario Cueto, which is great. Um, he came in, said the Worldwide Underground, getting their trios uh, titles rematch. Johnny doesn't want that. Johnny wants the Lucha Underground title. I I do love the focus that Johnny has on the Lucha title. Uh, it's it's interesting. I don't know where that's going. I don't I I don't even think he's ever gonna get it. I mean it makes sense that he wouldn't get it because he's a heel, but I kinda wanna see him get it. I don't know. It's it, Johnny's such a good character in this. But um so this leads Dario to say, Hey Taya, you can replace Johnny in the rematch tonight. That's fine, you're all part of the worldwide underground. So we get to the match. And Taya wants to start it up. It's a great match. But Jack Evans seems a bit off. Uh, he's yelling at both of his tag team partners. He's not ta- he's once he's being tagged in, he's immediately tagging out. And he's he's throwing a tantrum. Like he's just super upset. And that's the part I don't kind of get. I'm sure it'll pay off somehow. Like, but the segment didn't really match the match to me because we never got an an answer as to why Jack was upset. I thought it was because Johnny Mundo wasn't, was going to go back to his dojo. I mean, Johnny Mundo obviously was still there. He attacked the trios champions after the match, but Jack was still throwing a tantrum. And by the way, um, Jack, if you're watching this, your new finisher, the timeout phenomenal, man. It's just him sitting outside the ring, like Indian style. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to see some really fun, just portrayal of a character, Jack Evans is crushing it right now. Just watch any Jack Evans Lucha match; he's amazing. Um, but I mean, the rest of the match is fantastic. Aerostar is balls out ridiculous. I don't know how the hell he's doing the things he's doing, uh, but. <sighs> Oh, and guess what? I forgot to mention it because of pizza, because of um, pizza bagels or bagel bites. Uh, we had another Dial of Doom match. And by the way, this week the Dial of Doom had Dario's choice on it. Last time it did not. So yeah, uh, it should be interesting if if the wheel ever decides to land on that. But uh, we saw the Mac versus Matanza. 
really, really good match. Really, really fun. Uh, I wasn't a fan of how quickly it ended. Once, like, I know they're trying to put over Matanza as like, uh, like once he hits his finish, it's over. But I don't know. It shouldn't be like the RKO. It shouldn't be like a stunner. It should just. He. I wish there was a little bit more back and forth, which is odd to say in a Matanza match because Matanza usually controls the action. But this time, Mac did the heavy lifting. I'd say. Uh, but yeah, it was a really great match. I, I'm excited for the next Dial of Doom. I love the Dial of Doom. I really, really hope Masquerade gets put on there. Please. I know it's been filmed. I know it's been in the camp for months. Please let this be a thing that happens, though, because Dario's exactly the kind of asshole that would do it. Um, but yeah, uh, so another thing I have to talk about before I sign off here, and it goes to my uh, lower third. Lucha Underground is the only not just wrestling program, but television program that I've ever seen that can make someone opening their mail compelling. It's the only time I've ever seen it. Like I'm talking from Blues Clues to How I Met Your Mother to Cheers to MASH. People opening mail all over TV. This is the only time where it's like, oh, Dario's opening his package. Like, Dario got a package from Famous B with the 423 Get Fame hat. And he just tossed it to the side. I'm like, that's great. That's a nice little Easter egg. By the way, if you're selling those hats, I want one. I don't know where I'd ever wear it, but I want one because that will help me stop being toe up from the flow up, I'm assuming. Um, but then Dario got a special Manila envelope. And if you know anything about envelopes, Manila is the top of the envelopes. Uh, it had some creepy photos in it. And the nice, lovely, lovely camera people over at Lucha Underground made me freeze frame on these photos for about 10 minutes trying to figure out what they were. Couldn't do it. No idea what they are. Uh, Dario apparently looked a little disconcerted by them, so he threw them in the trash. Then in comes Ricky Mandel. Ricky Mandel says, Hey, boss, how you doing? You know, hope hope to do some good lucha things. He didn't say that. He should have. He didn't, but he should have. And uh, then he says, Hey, cool photos. The photographs teleported from the trash can back onto Dario's desk. Yes. Lucha Underground is a pro is a program where photos have sentience. Let that sink in. Okay. Now moving on. Uh, Dario gave the pictures to Ricky Mandel and I'm assuming that Ricky Mandel uh, is going to be dead in seven days. That's not my pick for the death pool. I just have a feeling death is coming for Ricky Mandel. <laughs> we really need to do a Lucha Underground death pool. Um, but uh, and the final thing I need to talk about is Dario has an entire ledger of his booking and his ideas. Because, and we know this because Rey Mysterio came in and uh, he was talking to Dario. And Dario said, hey, listen, uh, 
El Dragon II said he wanted Pentagon again. And I said I'd pencil it in. But you know what? Now that you're here, I have a better idea. He's not going against Pentagon. Not yet. El Dragon II is going to fight Chavo. And just to make sure everything's on the up and up, Ray's going to be the ref. And Dario wrote that in pen. So uh, this goes out to friend of the show, Krista Joseph. I said this on Twitter. I'm, I'm repeating it again. I will do anything to read Dario's ledger. Anything. I I need to, I I need to know. Like I need to be. I I want to peruse that. Like Harry Potter peruse the fucking spell book from Half Blood Prince. That's a deep cut reference. If you get it, thank you. We can be friends. If you don't, fuck off. Read Harry Potter. Anyway, I I need I need to read that. Like I need to pour over it. And I need to figure out all of Dario Cueto's secrets, and I'll probably have to brush off some coke dust on it. But irregardless, I need to read that. I need it really really badly. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was pretty much it for Lucha this week. Uh, Lucha's number one, as if as if anyone is shocked about that. Uh, it was solid, top to bottom, great show. Um, I if you watch the main event, you get a little frustrated with Jack Evans. I understand that, but every time Jack Evans does something that kind of slow that could slow down the match, you can count on Arrow start to do something that holy shit speeds the match back up, <laughs> and it was really really great. All right, um, but yeah, uh, so hit me up at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine, especially if you have access to Dario Cueto's ledger. Please, I need it in my life, on my desk, where I can read it. I'm not joking about this. But uh, also, you can follow me at um, on the Mayhem Show when I live tweet Lucha Underground. Hit the hashtag MM. And uh, stay tuned this weekend after Clash of Champions. If you're a Night Owl like I am, Sorg is going to be starting his Lucha Underground Marathon at approximately midnight on Sunday. <laughs> Sorg's going to be watching a lot of Lucha, guys. It's going to be really great. And I'm going to try and watch alongside him as much as I possibly can, hopefully trying to uncover secrets. Because, like, I'll watch the matches again. I'll enjoy them again. But I'm going to be paying such close attention to those backstage segments you won't even realize. I may come on this show next week with, like, I know who the man the limo is. Like, I may have that epiphany. I probably won't. But I might. So, until then, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on The Mid-Week Wall.